And welcome to the Running with the Herd podcast, powered up by Herd Nation, a part of the Rivals Network, sponsored by Mike Gwynn Insurance Agency. We are back on the live stream, multi-stream podcast of the Running with the Herd. I am your host and the producer of the Running with the Herd podcast, Aaron Coleman, and I am also joined by my co-host, Josh Dowers. Josh, welcome to the podcast, sir. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. And the gentleman that you see in the middle of your screen here on the live stream is none other than new Marshall Athletic Director, Christian Spears. Christian, welcome to the podcast. We certainly appreciate your time. Oh, you guys are amazing. Thank you for calling me ahead of time and having a nice conversation with me. Really looking forward to talking with your team and your and your crew and all the folks out there. Love what you guys are doing. We certainly appreciate it. And if you have a question for myself, Mr. Spears, or Josh, you could always chime in on the live stream. We are streaming live on both Facebook and Twitter, so please leave a comment, if you will, and we will try to read it on the air. But uh, let's get things started right off the bat. Uh, Christian, first of all, uh, congratulations once again on the AD job with Marshall University. And first of all, what really made you excited about this opportunity and to take this kind of job? Because Marshall is a school that's very rich in tradition and they have a deep lineage as far as football, basketball with a couple of Hall of Famers and everything. What made you the most excited about this opportunity? Yeah, honestly, leadership, right? Tradition and leadership. Uh, this place has a, an unbelievable history that I think we need to tell more people about, right? And really share just how special this program is. Uh, and then the leadership we have at the top, starting at the top, I am such a huge fan of Brad Smith. Uh, I've Every moment I get to spend with him, uh, I'm feeling super engaged, really well coached, uh, just someone that I can rely on to make tough decisions with and someone who can analyze all sides of an issue and just an unbelievable person to kind of interact with and try to help move this athletic program forward in such a unique way. Uh, so, so confident in him and his leadership skills. And, and that is so much why I'm, I'm interested and can't wait to really uh, show what we can do at Marshall over the next uh, few years together. I think you said it best, like with Brad, you know, I think unique is the best way to say it. Like, you know, his his perspective on things is, you know, he doesn't come from the world of academia or anything like that. I mean, like, so his perspective is like much different than like, you know, really anything that you know, a lot of schools, I mean, especially Marshall specifically, but I mean, like a lot of schools would even have it in, in his position. I mean, like, it's just it's just so different, and so dynamic that, you know, it, it really is exciting to see, you know, not only what you can bring, but I mean, what Brad can bring, you know, just moving forward it's it's a it's really a, a wild concept honestly it, it truly is like people i don't think people really realize how fortunate we have are to have a true business leader running our university right and you know look at what he did at into it I, I you know and we're not really paying attention to the fact that just how amazing this person was when he was running a, a pretty significant company uh, across our nation, right? And if you know anything about the tech space, you know, he took Intuit, which is primarily a legacy software, TurboTax, right? Without a cloud opportunity and transformed that company eight times, 8X, 10X growth. It's unbelievable what he was able to accomplish 
uh, with that company. Now, let's put him in the higher ed space and just imagine what he's going to be able to do for for Marshall, for students, for the region, for the state. Uh, I, I'm just so thrilled to be on his team because uh, I, I just am inspired by him. And, and I think we all should be. Uh, it's a very unique and different model that we're about to see launched at Marshall University. And, and I think it'll trickle down to the athletic program. And you're going to see some really innovative ideas coming out of uh, our athletics department as well. And uh, Christian, you talked a little bit off the air with me about some of those innovative ideas and stuff that you had picked up along the way. In terms of outreach, digital media, traditional media, et cetera, how do you plan on reaching the Marshall fan base, young, old, and in between, to try to get them to not only attend the games, but also you know, donate and also uh, be a part of this and feel welcome at Marshall University and try to, you know, try to grow this thing as much as you possibly can? Yeah, no, such a good question, Aaron. I, you know, meet everyone where they are, right? Meet you where you're at. And our fans uh, are attracted by different vehicles, right? Uh, you know, this 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 space that we're in right now, now using StreamYard, not everyone has that functionality or capability. You know, you and I had a good conversation about why this is such a great vehicle. I, I used this vehicle during COVID to do a pregame event when fans weren't allowed to be in the stands. And we called it Hail from Home Live here at the University of Pittsburgh. And I went into the broadcast team's booth in an empty stadium and we filmed it and allowed the public to consume the game day atmosphere, even though they weren't at the game. Um, through this vehicle, right? You, you just have to figure out unique ways to do that. COVID sort of forced us into that. Um, let's go into the ticket buying space, right? So there is a traditional season ticket holder who likes getting his tickets in the mail, renews every year, cares deeply about the program. And then there's that one-off buyer who wants to go on, buy a mobile ticket, only go to the game when it fits his, his or her needs, bring his family when it's appropriate, have the ticket sent to his phone and show up on game day, right? There's just, everyone has a different way that they like to manage uh, coming to a game. So part of our fan experience is gonna be meeting each and every fan exactly where they're at. So we'll have different um, opportunities to engage with us. And I think it'll be well-received. And we already are underway on some pretty unique ticket deals. Uh, Cole and I have been at work uh, with a national vendor and we're going to announce something the first week on the job uh, that i think people are going to like and and it'll give uh, our fans a chance to engage with the herd in a really user-friendly way yeah i think like what you said in terms of like meeting people where they're at and i mean like you know here you know for the most part you know marshall's fan base is you know has a little bit of age to them so i mean like the traditional you know, way to go about things. I mean, so like what you were talking about, like as far as like, you know, and Aaron was you know posing the question in terms of like, you know, social media and different ways to you know, approach people. Like, you know, that's what a lot of people have been talking about is just, you know, is social media, you know, the best avenue or, you know, TV, you know, ads in the newspaper, whatever else it may be. But like, you know, it's, it's really positive and it's really refreshing to hear you say, you know, let's look at a way to, to reach everyone and not just this group or this group, you know, it's you know, attack, attack everyone and not just one, mm-hmm. you know, attack every avenue and not just one. So that's, I think that'll make it, like you said, I think that'll be received really well and make a lot of people happy moving forward. 
Yeah, it's going to spread our group thin a little bit, but I think they'll get a lot of energy out of the new opportunities and the different ways to engage fans. Uh, so ultimately, they end up really enjoying looking at new ways to engage our fan base. Uh, so I'm so excited about sharing some of the things that we've tried uh, at Pitt, what we've done at other institutions uh, that I think will resonate with our fans uh, at Marshall in a meaningful way. So can't wait to get after it with our team and and share some of the unique ideas uh, and see uh, see what they can implement, right? Uh, so much of it comes down to actually getting the things completed uh, and confident that our group's going to be able to do that. You are listening to the Running with the Herd podcast, powered up by Herd Nation, a part of the Rivals Network, sponsored by Mike Gwynn Insurance Agency. My name is Aaron Coleman, alongside my co-host, Josh Dowers. And here joining us, new Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spears. Uh, Christian, uh, once again, uh, thank you so much for taking some time to join us here in the live stream. We are streaming live on both Facebook and Twitter. And Christian, a question that I have for you um, it was something that came to my mind when I knew that you were going to be announced as the new athletic director is how do you plan on expanding and strengthening the big green? Um, obviously, uh, you heard about it. It's uh, the big fundraising arm of uh, Marshall University athletics programs. And I know that um, some of the things that you were uh, talking about in terms of meeting people where they're at, how do you plan on doing that with the big green? Yeah, so many different ways to get after it with uh, with uh, your foundation, your group that supports your athletic program. Uh, you know, we're going to do a bunch of short plays and a bunch of long plays. Uh, let me give you an example of a long play. You know, having a student philanthropy group, right? Uh, getting a group of students to buy into the fact that we want to know who they are immediately when they arrive at Marshall. Uh, we started this initiative here at Pitt when I first got here in 2017. We started the student Panther club and each incoming freshman, we, we, it was so simple. We gave you a keyboard sticker with a couple of logos on it and then offered you the ability to buy your tickets for the Oakland zoo, which is our basketball student section and the Panther pit, which is our football student section. And, you know, there's about 3000 new students coming in every day. We had about 75% of those students sign up, right. And they made a donation, a very small one, to our Panther Club, our, our foundation, got their season tickets, and then stayed engaged. So I just finished graduating a class, been here five years at Pitt, and we have uh, almost 5,000 student Panther Club members that are currently a part of our athletic foundation. And we'll be able to track them long-term on where they go and what they do. Uh, I'd love to do something like that with the Big Green find a group of students early in their careers, engage them, ask them to make a commitment, and then know that we're gonna be able to track them long-term. So that's obviously a super long play, right? We're gonna be waiting you know, decades for them to really be at a place where they can meaningfully give back. Uh, but if you capture them early, uh, you got a chance to keep them long-term. Uh, so we'll do a whole host of different things uh, to really get our, our big green organized. Uh, so much of it is about locations and stadiums, right? So we're in preferred seating sections. So we're going to have to upgrade some of our locations. I can't wait to get that footprint in the football stadium and start manipulating some of the areas to make them a little bit more fan engaged, a little, 
higher amenity, a little more uh, opportunity to really be immersed in the game day experience. And, and we will charge a premium for that. And you'll have to be a part of the big green to have access to those new areas. So that's going to be a lot of fun to establish and get launched. Uh, and hopefully we can do it by the start of this football season, right? Because um, we have this unbelievable home schedule in the Sun Belt. I think mm -hmm. you guys have probably seen we, we have Louisiana, Coastal, Appy State, all at home. Um, so it couldn't have played out better in that respect. You know, it's kind of following up with what you said, you know, like in my everyday job, like I always try to throw out there that I want to invest in the people that are investing in me. And I'm not to say that, like, you know, those are the only people that I want to focus on. But obviously, a lot of times are those people I want to highlight, though. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's kind of like, you know, not to say, like I said, that those are the only people you want to focus on. But I mean, like, I have no issue with, like, you know, really investing in the people that I feel like want to invest in me, too. Like, you know, and reciprocate, you know, that to each other. And, and you know, long term, like you said, just grow that and just keep, you know, just make it, you know, just a revolution of, you know, a cycle of which, you know, their, their kids and so on and so forth, their kids and move on down the line. So I really like that. You know, I, I told this story in my interview committee about how you really move people along in, in giving to an athletic program. And I described there's like four types of people, right, that really engage. And in the first type, there's a there's a group of people that just come to the events. They just they love coming to the events. They go to the golf outing. They come to the luncheon. They do the coaches shows. They're really great people who care about the program and they show up at a lot of things. Then there's this group of people who they buy season tickets and they buy them in locations that require a donation because they want the best seat in the house and they care about it. And then there's these people who really understand that we are transforming and changing the lives of students. And they give their philanthropy to our student athletes, to our athletic programs, because they know we're making future leaders. And then there are these people who can literally change the direction of your program. Their gifts, their wealth can be so transformational, it can literally change the direction your program's going in. And how do you move people along that spectrum? How do you take that engaged owner that just goes to the shows and the events and turn them into a season ticket holder who, who gives for a great location? How do you turn that season ticket holder into someone who gives their philanthropy to student athletes? Cause we, they know we're creating future leaders. And how do you turn that philanthropic donor into that transformational donor who can make your program, the signature program, something super special nationally. That's the, that's the goal. That's what we'll be doing. We will be reviewing all of that and trying to move people along the spectrum and bring them along with us. Uh, and I'm confident we can do that, right? Uh, run in with the herd, right? All of them, right? So it's just a matter of time. I'm so confident in our team and the big green, and, and I think we can, we can accomplish a lot together uh, pretty quickly. Awesome. Let's take a question from our audience here. Dale Markham chiming in on Facebook. He says, very excited about us joining the Sun Belt in all sports. Yeah. Do you think that we can get ESPN to televise football rivalry games on Saturday instead of Friday night? I feel that the midweek Matt games destroyed attendance. Now, obviously, attendance is down across all college football in all 130 teams. Obviously, you know, you want to pick that back up coming into your new role at Marshall. Um, talk to us a little bit about, um, first of all, not only Marshall Athletics joining the Sun Belt, but how you could try to 
um, see about working with the big four letter network and working with these other Sunbelt programs to see about getting some of our new rivals in primetime viewing, not only for um, the university, but also just, you know, for the casual fan as well. Yeah, sure. You know, what our fans have to understand is there's this, this real trade off that we have to decide how much are we going to go down that rabbit hole, right? Uh, you know, there is revenue opportunities through the TV vehicle by playing on certain nights of the week, right? We just have to be realistic to the fact that those opportunities can be significant enough that it forces you to make a decision that you may not holistically agree with, but you the bigger picture is an opportunity to grow all your athletic programs through the revenue stream that you're, you're being provided uh, by making a decision to play on alternative nights or, or to play uh, at a time frame that isn't always ideal. Uh, you know, even here in the ACC, you know, we had a couple of 11 a.m. games. I mean, I don't want to play at 11 a.m., right? I think it's ridiculous for a fan. It's 8 a.m. on the West Coast. I can't establish my brand nationally when I'm at 8 a.m. in California. It doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. But a $37 million budget um, opportunity starts to make you think, okay, maybe this is okay. I don't want to do this every weekend, but I understand why I have to do it. So how aggressive is the Sun Belt going to be in the TV contract negotiations? And does it and make sense for us? And is it our, in our best interest for our fans? Uh, so it's a trade-off. And what, I, what I'll ask our fans to do is just have faith and confidence that I'll weigh uh, the trade-off of when we play, on what night of the week, at what time, versus the revenue opportunities to move our entire athletic program forward. Um, that's that's the, the conversations that we have to have with the league and all the other Sunbelt schools. I think people understand that, uh, but, but I am a bit of a traditionalist. I, I would prefer to play Saturday at 2.30 to 3.30 and, and get after it with our fans. I have some opportunities to tailgate with my family uh, and just enjoy an unbelievably great football atmosphere. Uh, so we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, I, I will work diligently to make sure it's in the best interest of Marshall. And just to kind of piggyback a little bit off of the Sun Belt and uh, staying on that topic here, Christian, obviously Marshall is walking into a great situation for not only their athletic programs, but also for fans, for media, for everyone involved with the university and everyone involved with the athletic program. Talk to us a little bit about how the regionality of the Sun Belt, especially that East Division, when you include yeah. in teams such as Marshall University, James Madison, Old Dominion, Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State. Just talk about how that regionality will not only spawn old rivalries from the Southern Conference, yeah. but also create new ones as well. Yeah, that's might be the best thing, right? Um, what we're going to do on the travel side, the cities that we now get to go and visit and you know have some real connections with and I, I'll tell people this all the time. I said it in my press conference. Uh, you know, the way Marshall traveled to the NCAA College Cup in Cary, North Carolina, the way they supported their soccer team at that event. I was there with Pitt. We were in the game after them. We lost to Indiana in the national semifinal. Otherwise, we would have played Marshall in the final. I watched the game before. Uh, the way the Marshall fans engaged, the fact that they were there in force, literally helped them win the national championship. Now, the soccer team is amazing and had great talent and great coaching. 
but the fans made a difference in winning that national championship. I want to take that same energy and bring it all through the Sun Belt, all those cities, all those college towns. Look out when Marshall shows up. Like, let's go and make a difference. Let's show what it means to be at Marshall, right, and how we support our programs. Uh, and I think it can make a huge difference in, in wins and losses. Uh, and I've actually seen it happen in real time with Marshall fans winning a national title. Uh, so that's going to be the goal. Let's get after it in each and every one of those cities. Uh, and, and it is a nice little travel arrangement. We're not going – uh, to four different corners <laughs> in trying to get to play a competition. Uh, we, we got a really nice region in the East uh, and let's get after it with those schools in those cities. Just talking about the energy and stuff. And I'm going to talk more about staying at home in your press conference. You talked about a, a fan atmosphere committee um, and just trying to generate that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's ob- obviously one thing that, you know, I think, I don't think there's anyone that would say we couldn't improve upon and you know that goes from the students that goes from the, you know the everyday fans to the to the hardcore fans i think top to bottom i think that is something we could obviously improve on just if you can you know i know it's kind of early but uh, elaborate on, on that fan atmosphere committee for me yeah so we'll we'll have 25 to 30 people we'll call it our fan experience committee and what i normally have done in the past with that group is i share with them initiatives and ideas that we are contemplating implementing and i literally take their feedback and we either confirm a decision that we are about to make or we alter a decision based on the feedback that we get Uh, so i'm looking for super candid folks that care deeply about the program uh, that want to see us be successful and know what it takes to engage a fan at a high level, right? Everything, everything will be reviewed with the fan experience committee. I, I don't know if they really realize what they're signing up for. If they raise their hand and fill out an application and then are chosen to participate, because uh, they'll get a really deep dive. Um, I love getting the feedback from our fans. Uh, you know, real good proof in the pudding here at Pitt. We've, we've had a committee for five years really well established people who deeply care all different you know walks of life all different experiences with the university but all gave incredibly candid feedback that helped us make better decisions to improve what we were trying to do in the game day game day atmosphere from music to seating sections to concessions to the way we distribute tickets every single aspect of our program will be reviewed by this fan experience committee Uh, And we rotate around the sites, right? So we meet quarterly, but we'll, you know, hey, let's go to the football stadium and meet there one day. Let's go to this basketball arena and meet there. Let's do something in the department and meet there. We try to take them to different locations. Um, We feed them. We give them a great experience and a great overview. And then we pick their brains uh, and ask them for their feedback. And it works. Um, You'll end up with some great ideas from the people who care the most about your school. You are listening to the Running with the Herd podcast, streaming live on both Facebook and Twitter, part of the Rivals Network and sponsored by Mike Gwynn Insurance Agency, Aaron Coleman, Josh Dowers, Christian Spears, new Marshall Athletic Director here joining us in the live stream. If you want to chime in with a question for either Christian, Josh, or myself, you could chime in. You could put a comment on both Facebook and Twitter. This will be up on the Herd Nation website here momentarily, and you can also check it out on YouTube 
just a little bit later as well, as well YouTube slash running with the herd. Question for you uh, from our audience here, Christian. What have you learned from those at Pitt and other places that you've been that you think will help you the most at Marshall uh, in terms of um, being an athletic director and uh, some of the things that you have learned along the way in your journey? Yeah, you know, you, people talk a lot about focusing on the student athlete experience, right? Particularly when you sit in the AD chair, right? We do have these jobs and these roles because we are helping young people, you know, progress in their lives in, in a really positive way. Um, what people also remind me is, is there's a whole host of people connected to the athletic program, coaches, staff, administrators, faculty, you know, just the generic person who cares about your athletic program, how do you communicate with those folks? How do you bring those people along, right? We talk a lot about our student athlete experience and we want it to be amazing. We do. And we're going to work really hard to make sure that happens. But we also have these people that work meaningfully in the program and they need to be acknowledged and brought along and given positive reinforcement. So I'm going to spend a lot of time helping our staff understand our new pace the things that we can accomplish together uh, and then take their advice, wisdom, feedback and implement it into the entire athletic program with the ultimate goal of having this great, rich student athlete experience. But I want our staff and the people connected to feel just as big a part of it uh, as the rest of us do. So those two things, um, you know, the first one comes up all the time. The second one doesn't as much as you would think. Uh, so I'm going to care deeply about the people who care about Marshall uh, that work on behalf of our student athletes uh, and try to develop some great relationships with them uh, and, and listen and learn from their great advice and candor uh, from their experiences at Marshall over the years. Um, so I hope that'll resonate and, and I look forward to working with them on March 14th. I'm going to kind of flip the script here a little bit. You know, I know okay. you got to walk around a little bit you know, during your interview process and maybe a little bit since then. Um, I know a lot of our subscribers are wanting to know if, you know, in your first couple of trips to Huntington and around the campus, what do you see as the biggest need in terms of facilities possibly? Yeah, I mean, little things, right? And big things, right? We, we've got to learn to do everything better, right? Just everything better. Um, you know, if you're going to have a trash can in front of the building, let's have it be green with a Marshall logo. It shouldn't be blue with no logo, right? If you're going to put rocks in a rock bed, they shouldn't be brown. Let's make them green and white, right? If you're going to have, you know, trees in front of a building, let's cut them and, and make them look great. You know, if you're going to have lights uh, underneath your stadium stands, let's make sure they work. <laughs> you know, if you're going to have locks on your gate, let's make sure the locks are available, um, you know, uh, user-friendly and, and, and open and close, right? Uh, it's, it's the little things and the big things, right? We need a new infrastructure, some better facilities, some things that we can do to enhance our overall experience. Um, but it's going to take a little bit of time to make that happen, right? And those facility projects will, will get underway, um, but it's going to take a little bit of time to raise the money for them, do the design, We've all seen what's happened with the baseball stadium project, right? Uh, you know, I've learned a lot in the last couple of weeks of, about Marshall in that project. You know, we've had two groundbreakings. We have two locations, potential locations. Let's pick one. Let's get started. You know, um, 
And, and those kind of things are a little bit bigger in scale, uh, but let's do the little things right as well. Uh, and I think it'll really move us forward and, and connect us more deeply to the school that I know we all care about. Speaking of the baseball stadium, since you brought it up like you did. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, how much conversation have you had with, with Mayor Williams in regards to that? Or is that something you guys haven't really went down you know, that road yet, or, you know, where, where do you stand? I mean, I know you touched on it during the press conference and stuff yeah. like that, but just, you know, two, two weeks later, where, where do we stand with that? We're, we're in a good spot. We really are. Um, you know, Steve didn't need to come up to me like right when I walked in the door and say <laughs> to my face, look me in the eye, we're going to make this thing happen. Right. You have my full support. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this done together. He didn't need to do that. And he did that within the first 60 seconds of arriving off of the elevator to walk into my press conference. I got a ton of respect for Steve for doing that. Um, didn't need to do that. And hey, meet me first. Let's have a conversation. Let's get to know each other. Help me understand the financing. You know, give me the political history. You know, the drill, guys. It's These things take time. Oh, he yeah. did it in the first minute of my arrival. Ton of respect for Steve. Um, so I just can't wait to get after it on the baseball stadium project. I called the principal of the company that Marshall University used to develop that project. That company's called Acom. They're one of the best sports architecture national firms in the world. They're amazing. Their principal and I have built a building together at another university. Uh, I built an indoor practice facility at Northern Illinois University. Acom was the architect. Uh, John Nemeth was our principal. Uh, so I, I called John and I said, hey, look, I need your team in Huntington on Wednesday uh, of my first week. And, and they're going to be there. Um, we're going to have a great conversation about where we're at with that project. I'm going to see the entire master plan. I'm going to understand all the, the reasons the financials came in the way they did. And then we're going to make the decisions necessary to get that restarted, right? I just need the deep dive with the people who actually did the uh, the project for us, uh, and they're and they're in town on the first week, and we're going to get after it. And I'm super confident it'll come together. I just super confident because the mayor and the president are both so sincerely committed to it. Very rare where you have uh, the city and the university so sincerely committed to it, and donors who have given right? Who want to see it happen, right? I mean, we'll have to close the gap a little bit, but, but I promise you we will. Um, those kids deserve it. Uh, that program deserves it. And, and we can't have the lights go out in the middle of a game, right? We can't. It's, yeah. it's unacceptable. <laughs> I, I yeah. definitely agree with you there. Aaron Coleman, Christian Spears, Josh Dowers here in the Running with the Herd podcast, sponsored by the Mike Gwynn Insurance Agency. And with American National, you could get a dedicated agent and an outstanding array of products to meet your insurance needs. Let the Mike Gwynn Insurance Agency be your insurance ally. Give Mike a call over at 304-574-0499 and he'll take care of you. Mike Gwynn, uh, definitely a great guy and uh, one of the guys that I'm sure you'll be speaking to once you get in uh, to Huntington as well. And uh, you talked a little bit about closing the gap, which kind of led me into this segue here with uh, Coach Charles Huff, our football coach, and that's his big mantra, closing yeah. the gap. And one of the things that he did in his first year on the job at Marshall 
was um, he wanted to make sure that the fan experience outside Joan C. Edwards Stadium was a quality one with uh, the 20th Street experience and that sort of thing. What have you spoken to Coach Huff about um, since you were announced in Huntington on the field and off the field? And just just talk to me about what it is to kind of um, meet up with the guy who kind of matches your energy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? Coach Huff and I are, are getting to know each other in a way, in a different way. Right. We're not talking X's and O's yet. We're not talking about the kids yet. Um, we're really getting to know each other, understand our leadership philosophies, understand how we want to move forward, how quickly getting a, a sense of each other's pace, uh, organizational skill, um, and just this really great dialogue, right. That's happening between him and I, we've had 12 meaningful conversations over the last couple of weeks, like really getting to know coach and what his goals are for the program. Right. And, and he has them. He has big goals, big dreams. And I think we can make those things happen together. We are on the same page in a very quick way. Uh, it doesn't always happen that way. I've worked with a lot of coaches in my career and, and you'll hear stories about there being a disconnect between the administration and the coaching staff. That's not going to happen here at Marshall. Uh, very aligned with Coach Huff's goals. And I think he's aligned with my goals. I, I told Coach Huff the other day, I want to be the first Sunbelt team in the college football playoff, right? I know it's going to expand, Coach. It's just a matter of time. When it does and, and the Sunbelt has a spot, let's be that team that cracks it and, bees a, and and is a part of that experience. Christian, I feel the exact same way, right? I, I'm not offended that you threw that out there. Let's go. Let's make that happen together. Um, so that that inspires me to want to work that much harder for Coach Huff, and, and I'm going to. And, and I think he'll match that same energy with me on the administrative side. Coach has been around. He's seen it at the highest level. He knows what a successful football program should look like, top to bottom. I too have seen it and what it should look like top to bottom. Uh, so together, I think we're going to make some great decisions and move us forward quickly uh, and, and hold us accountable. We, we want to be held accountable. This program deserves a winner. This community deserves a winner. So let's work really hard to make that happen. And, and you're a part of it, helping us generate some ex excitement about the program, helping us generate some fans. So thank you guys for what you're doing to help us bring this this community along. You know, it's kind of a an exciting time, really, for Marshall. I mean, like, for Hertz and Athletics, I mean, you get the Conference USA basketball tournament's going on. you got spring sports starting. you got spring football starting here in a few weeks. Yeah, for Christian Spears, if you were uh, sitting down on a Saturday afternoon and you had to watch sports all day long, which sport are you picking? Oh, boy. Man, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> So, you know, my son is a pretty good little high school basketball player. Uh, his basketball program is the number one team in the state of Pennsylvania in 1A, Bishop Canavan. Uh, they're in the state playoffs right now, hosting a game tomorrow night. My daughter is a heck of a little volleyball player, freshman. Uh, and if you've ever watched, you know, high-level women's volleyball, it is a super exciting sport, right? If you really, like, pay attention to how athletic some of these – um, you know, young women are uh, as it relates to how hard they hit that ball. Um, so I, I do enjoy basketball and volleyball immensely, primarily because those are my my children's sports. Uh, you know, but I'm I'm always going to be a football guy, right? I just 
I just can't wait for Saturdays and, and, you know, watching what happens. I, I really love, you know, the, the, the two sides of the game, right? The really three sides, right? Special teams matter, right? Just how you compete defensively, how you compete offensively. I just think there's a lot of strategy involved. I've seen teams that are better lose to teams that just worked harder or prepared better. We all have, right? So it's just one of those sports where if you come to play and you have a plan, you can beat your opponent. And, and so I just love football for that. Um, and so confident in Coach Huff and his staff and their ability uh, to do some of that. I can't, I can't wait to see how they game plan and really, really learn their their style and their approach. Um, and, and can't wait for Saturdays this fall. All right. And Christian, we will end it here on a fun note. Top three food items that you will find at a Christian Spears tailgate. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm a big cheeseburger guy, so there'll definitely be some meat with some cheese on it, right? All and right. however you want it to, to, to get after it. Uh, I'm definitely a, a barbecue guy, right? I got one of those smokers for a Christmas gift a couple of years back, and I started to dabble a little bit. Now, I know we all think we know what we're doing out there. I really do, like with our own little rubs and all that kind of good stuff. But I do try to get after that and, and enjoy eating it more than making it. Um, so those two things without question. And, you know, let's have a cold one, right? And enjoy each other's company, right? Let's, uh, let's do that as well um, and, and spend some time together uh, learning about what makes Marshall so special. You know, as a, as a new member of the uh, the Thundering Herd, we're going to need some, like, video of you playing Thunderstruck in the parking lot. And if you don't know what Thunderstruck is, it's a, it's, it's a fun little game that will get you feeling right for, for game day. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll visit that in the fall. Yeah, I, I, I hope that's not a setup, Josh. We just met now. <laughs> well, right? we'll, we'll, get, we'll put you in the right position in yeah. the circle and go from there. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, Christians, I'm, up for, I'm up for anything usually, so let's get after that, Josh. I'm in. Sounds good. Christian Spears, the new athletic director at Marshall University, joining us here in the live stream. Christian, this was great. Thank you so much for joining me, us here this evening. We certainly appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck uh, when you get your feet on the ground in uh, Huntington, and we look forward to speaking with you again, hopefully here pretty soon. Yeah, well, guys, I'm there one week from today, so – Look forward to meeting you in person. You know, Aaron, I really appreciate you sitting this up. Josh, thank you for the thoughtful questions. And hey, Mike, uh, I really appreciate your support of, of running with the herd. Um, so keep getting after it with them uh, on the advertising side. Appreciate what you're doing. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Wow. Uh, I'm excited, Josh. I mean, it's a whole new uh, era of uh, Marshall University athletics. And my big, my biggest takeaway from what he said uh, to us this evening was that he was open to new ideas and he was open to fresh ideas. Um, just talk to me about just a couple of your takeaways from uh, uh, the conversation and just, uh, you know, the things that, you know, you got the most out of. I think he, when he touched on talking about the, just basically mixing the old with the new, I mean, like, you know, that's an approach that I think is a necessity for Marshall. And, you know, we have such a, you know, a rich history and traditional fan base that, you know, a lot of those people, like he said, you know, are looking for, you know, different ways to communicate with. Whereas, you know, kids nowadays are 
you know, and I'm guilty of it just the same. I shouldn't say kids, but you know, <laughs> no, nose deep in our phones and, and oh yeah, yeah, you know, for that way. So um, I think attacking, you know, you know, the idea of growing things, you know, both traditionally and, you know, with, you know, newer nuances of, of things, you know, I think it's, is will be, will pay dividends huge down the road for us. And when I say us, I mean, Washington <laughs> university, not necessarily me, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, um, I, that's the biggest thing I took away is just, you know, just the ability, kind of like what you said, you know, to, to look at things from all different angles. And it's not to say that people, in place before didn't do that but i mean like you know you know sometimes just new eyes see new things and and that's just uh, i think where we're at and i think it is exciting you know you know moving forward with you know like i said not only you know christian but you know with brad at the helm i mean like mm-hmm. you know that guy just provides such a different you know view and dynamic on things i mean like things that you know i don't think people would have ever seen before you know coming from the world of academia where he's like he's like christian said i mean he's a businessman straight up and and uh i think it'll be really interesting to see you know over the course of the next three or four years you know where those guys take marshall university yeah it'll certainly be interesting and it'll certainly be exciting for everyone involved and i'm looking forward to it well josh this was great um you know it's going to be Another uh, excellent year of uh, Marshall University athletics. Good luck to both the uh, men's and women's basketball teams in the tournament. And uh, also, real quick here before we close out, um, I wanted to dedicate this uh, Running with the Herd podcast live stream to the memory of uh, Mike Stapleton, who was uh, one of the uh, big-time Herd fans in the area, passed away recently. And uh, I know that uh, he would be looking down, uh, you know, excited to see what's going to be going on with um, the university and the athletic program. So I wanted to dedicate this uh, broadcast to him. I never met him personally, but I knew that, uh, you know, he was a, a big herd supporter. And uh, I know that, um, you know, it's, it's a tough time for for everybody that's his um, relative. So uh, just wanted to dedicate this to him. Great guy, definitely will be missed on not not just Saturdays, but I mean every day of practice. I mean for the last you know for as long as I've been part of Herd Nation, if you were at practice, you saw Mike Stapleton there, and um, you know he was always doing things to help to help not only the football program but the basketball program, and you know the fact that you know the coaches, uh, current and and past coaches were at his funeral this weekend. I think spoke a lot and spoke highly of him. So. He will be greatly missed and, um, you know, thinking of his family. Absolutely. And uh, be sure to check out this podcast, not only on Herd Nation, the uh, old Fairfield site, but also Herd Nation as well. You can check it out on YouTube a little bit later, and you could always check the archive out. You can check the playback out on both Facebook and Twitter. So be sure to check out those. For Josh Stowers, for Christian Spears, I'm Aaron Coleman saying so long, and thanks for listening to the Running with the Herd podcast, powered up by Herd Nation, part of the Rivals Network, and sponsored by Mike Gwynn Insurance Agency. Go Herd.